0: Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello, and welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen, talking today about getting out of overwhelm. And I specifically have five questions that will help you to overcome overwhelm. Let's get started. Number one, first question, what is essential in this moment? This question comes from the book Essentialism by Greg McKeown, and it's a really powerful question if you stop to think about it. What is actually essential in this moment? So often, the reason that we're in overwhelm is because we're not thinking only of what's essential in this moment. We're thinking of what is important in five minutes from now, in a half hour from now, tomorrow, next week, next month. We're trying to think of all those things simultaneously. And of course, that's overwhelming. Instead, if we can really hone in on what is essential in this moment, what really matters, Recently, I I can't remember who said it, but I heard at a conference, what matters most is what lasts longest. Actually, I think it was, uh, M. Russell Ballard who said that what matters most is what lasts longest. So when you're asking this question, what is essential in this moment? Often it's going to be the things that last longest. Now, that as moms, that often means caring for our people because our little people, right? Our families, our our husband and kids, those are the relationships that matter most because they last the longest. Um, And when we are presented with multiple different things to do to kind of come back to, okay, what actually is essential in this moment that's the thing I'm going to focus on, can reduce some of that stress, let go of the pressure of trying to think about and do so many things at once. There's a quote in the book Essentialism where Greg McKeown says something along the lines of, it's hard to overstate the unimportance of practically everything. Isn't that great? It's hard to overstate the unimportance of practically everything. How many things do we think are important that actually are not? So many, right? So this question, what is essential in this moment, does a few things. One is it helps you hone in on the one thing. What one thing is essential in this moment? It's not a list of 20 things to do. It's one next thing to do, which we're gonna get into in the next question, but it's one thing. The second part is this is a question that can be used on a broad scale and in the moment. So what I mean by that is you can take a step back and say, what is essential in my life? Am I living an essential life? Am I doing the things that matter and like i said the things that matter are the things that last am i doing those things you can look at that on a broad scale or in the actual moment when there's so many things vying for your attention you can say what is essential in this moment what do i need to do right now and that really can take away from some of those feelings of overwhelm of stress of rushing around all you need to do is one thing question number two what is the next step? Now, this is similar, right? In the idea of it's just one thing, but so often we think that the next step is something that it isn't. So I'm going to give you an example here. Sometimes I will write on my to-do list to schedule in, um, a, A trip to the temple with my husband. That we want to go to the temple, schedule in a trip to the temple. And I keep procrastinating it. I don't go and I don't do it. Well, why? That's a simple thing. You just go online, you schedule an appointment, easy to do. But here's what holds me back that is not the next step. The next step in that process for me is to go and talk to my husband and say, hey, When are you available? When do you want to go? What's gonna work out for us to go? Um, And if I try to skip a step and I try to say, okay, the next step is actually to schedule an appointment, I'll find myself procrastinating. I'll find myself feeling a little overwhelmed because I just have this thing on my list that I can't seem to get to. We need to get really clear on what is the next step. I've shared this before. I love this example from April Perry who talks about hanging a picture on a wall. And it's the same idea. If you write on your list, I need to hang a picture on the wall, that's fine if that really is the next step. But how often are there other steps? You need to get the hammer. You don't even know where it is. So you need to go find the hammer. Maybe you need to go buy some nails. Maybe you need to. Uh, mark on the wall, the place, you know, measure on the wall and and use the level and do all the things that lead to you hanging a picture on the wall. If this multi-step process involves a trip to the store to go buy nails, then writing on your list and whether this, I'm going to say something here, whether this list is a list on paper or digital or in your mind, it's the same thing. It will lead to feelings of overwhelm if you're not very clear on the next step. So in this case, with hanging the picture on the wall, probably the next step would be go to the store and buy some nails or look in the garage for the hammer. As you break things down into what is the next step, you are going to start to feel less overwhelmed. You'll get very clear on, okay, this is the thing that I need to do. It becomes very doable, as opposed to having this big multi-step process where you're not even quite sure what the next step is. So question number two, what is the next step? Question number three, what can I control right now? So often, the only thing that we control is ourselves. We control what we're thinking. We control what we're feeling. I want to briefly talk about the model here, the coaching model. The coaching model says that your circumstances, what's going on around you, lead to your thoughts, what you're thinking, what you uh, say in your mind about whatever's going on. On around you, which produce your feelings, which generate your actions, which then cause your results. Now, the reason I want to talk about this is because which of these can you control? Well, circumstances is what's going on around you. Often we cannot control our circumstances and we spend so much time and energy trying to change our circumstances, trying to fight against our circumstances, trying to change other people. What we have direct control over is how we're thinking about those circumstances and as a product of that, how we feel and then those things lead to what we then do how we act and it changes the results that we get in our lives so what can you control right now you can control what you choose to think about what's going on in your life i'll share an example from a coaching client that i worked with she had a little girl who was potty trained had been potty trained already And yet was going through this phase where she wanted her mom in the bathroom every time she went to the bathroom, even though she was done with potty training. And my client was feeling annoyed by this. So the circumstance was her daughter wanted her in the bathroom every time she went to the bathroom. And the thought was, this is annoying. I have other things to do. I don't want to be here. We talked about what she could control. Now she chose to change this thought to my daughter really wants to spend time with me so her circumstance changed the same uh, stayed the same but her thought changed and that thought instead of led to feelings of instead of being annoyed like she was before she then had feelings of love toward her daughter and connection because she was thinking wow my daughter really wants to spend time with me the action that she did she was still taking care of her daughter in the bathroom But she did it now with more love, with more joy, with more happiness. And as a result, this situation that had been frustrating and annoying and irritating to her became a way to strengthen her relationship with her little girl. That is what we can control. We can control how we think, how we feel, and then how we choose to act about any given situation. You've probably seen this in action in the grocery store. And we've probably all been this mom in the grocery store where our little kid, you know, we're trying to get the grocery shopping done. And our baby or our kid, or uh, I've seen it with special needs kids who are a lot older, has had it. They are done. They want to get out of this store and they start to throw a fit. And maybe you've seen both different kind of ways that mom handles moms handle this. I know I have. I've seen moms who just ride it out, who look at their kid, who say, well, we're not buying that today or whatever it is, but we're going to finish the shopping. And they quietly carry on with their shopping, giving kind of embarrassed smiles to the other people that they pass on the aisles. I have seen moms join in on the tantrum and completely lose it probably, you know, we get it. We do. We're all embarrassed to be in that situation, but it's really interesting in the second scenario where the moms are yelling at their kids to stop yelling and to calm down and, and whatever. It's really interesting to note that question question number 3 what can i control right now well you cannot control the way your kid is act- acting you only get to control the way that you are thinking feeling and acting and that is true for all of our situations when we look at what we can control right now it helps us to be less overwhelmed so If my kid is throwing a fit in the grocery store and I think that it's my job to control that kid, to stop that fit, I'm going to obviously feel a lot more overwhelmed, a lot more stress, a lot more pressure. If on the other hand, I feel like, well, it's my job right now. What I can control is my own feelings and what I choose to do in this moment then we are going to have a lower level of overwhelm because we're actually focusing on what we can control. Question number four, what do I want? What do I want? How does this help us overcome overwhelm? Well, understanding what you want gives you clarity about the other three questions that we've talked about so far. Knowing what you want helps you know what's essential because it helps you know what matters most, right? It really helps you to get clear. Knowing what you want helps you know what the next step is because you know what the end goal is. And knowing what you ultimately want helps you understand the reason the results that you want that are going to lead to what you can control right now. It all plays together because if you know what you want, it helps you let go of some of the things that really aren't that important. A lot of things seem really important in the moment, but aren't. Going back to that Greg McEwen quote, I, you can, it's hard to overstate the unimportance of practically everything, right? And so if you know what you want, that helps you to know, what actually matters, what is actually important to you. And it becomes really a a powerful thing that lets you let go of overwhelm because you let go of some of the pressure. I have a friend who was talking to me about a birthday party that she's throwing for her toddler. And she felt so much pressure to throw a really big, grandiose party uh, spending a lot of money, a lot of time making it fancy for her toddler. And this isn't necessarily something she wanted, but she felt the pressure to do it. When you get very clear on what do I want? What do I want for my kids? What do I want for my life? What do I want my home, my work, my, my legacy? What do I want? You can let go of things like birthday parties that don't align with what you want. On the flip side, if that is, if that does align with what you want, then you're going to know, okay, that's something that matters to me and I'm going to keep it. But you won't know that and you will be stuck in overwhelm if you don't take the time to ask, what do I actually want? Last question, number five, what can I manifest? Or another way to say that is what can I create? This question means what can I do? What can I think? What can I um, actively, spiritually, and physically create to bring what I want to me? Okay, so we often feel overwhelmed when we, question number four, when we know what we want and it feels out of reach. So, question number five deals with that gap. When we have something we want and it feels just too big, too hard um just way too far out for us to be able to get so how what can i manifest manifesting or creating spiritual creation means to get yourself in the vibration in the state where the thing that you want can come to you this can be as simple as picturing the the thing that you want And allowing yourself to feel the feelings that you would have if you had that thing. I've shared the example before of my son who struggled during COVID in high school. He had a really hard time and he had a hard time coming out of it. And there was a time when I wasn't sure if he was going to graduate high school And it was very easy for me to get really worked up. I knew question number four. I knew what I wanted. I wanted him to graduate high school. And yet I was struggling because question number three, I couldn't control that right now. So what question number five does is it helps us bridge the gap between either things that we can't control or uh, when it just seems like, too big for us to really attain the thing that we want. And so what can I do to get in the vibration to receive the thing that I want? And so my son with with him what I did was instead of really focusing on the problem on get your homework done, get your grades up so you can graduate. I focused on this idea of bringing what I wanted to me, of what can I manifest? And I really worked with visualizing, sitting there and thinking, imagining, picturing, sometimes writing about what it would be like for him to graduate, for me as a mom to see him graduate high school. I got very specific on what this would be like. I can picture it right now where I'm going to sit in the bleachers, where he's going to walk across, what he's going to do when he goes across that stage, what his graduation cap and gown look like. Getting that specific and allowing yourself to visualize really helps you to create, spiritually create the thing that you want. It is bringing yourself into the right vibration to receive that thing. You can do this with anything that you want in your life that you're having a hard time attaining, that you feel like is really hard for you to know the next steps. If you're struggling to get answers to any of the the earlier questions about what's essential or what is the next step, or you just feel like so many of the pieces are out of your control, then using this technique to visualize is going to help you to overcome overwhelm because suddenly, instead of feeling like, oh, there are so many things that need to happen for me to get this thing that I want. Instead, you're going to feel, you're going to bring yourself into the feeling that you've already attained it. And so by doing that, you actually spiritually are bringing that thing to you. Okay five questions to overcome overwhelm that we've talked about today. Number one, what is essential in this moment? What is essential? Number two, what is the one next step? Number three, what can I control right now? Number four, what do I want? And number five, what can I manifest or create? Using these questions will help you to get out of overwhelm, to start enjoying your mom life more, to really find more joy and peace and happiness in the moment. So use these as needed. Thank you for being here today and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm so glad that you're here and I want you to join us for the 2023 self-care challenge. Each month, we will be diving into a different area of simple self-care, learning how to create habits that allow you to make time for yourself. So to join the challenge, go to chanelNielsen.com forward slash self-care 2023. When you join, you'll get access to free downloads that help you to create and track your new habits, as well as a link to the community. I'm so excited for you to make self-care part of your year in 2023.